0: Digital Marketing Radio, episode 122, The Art of Storytelling in Marketing. Marketing DigitalMarketingRadio.com Today's episode is brought to you by AWeber. Build your email list, engage your subscribers, do email the right way. I've arranged a special deal for all Digital Marketing Radio listeners, and that's a 60-day free trial with the email marketing software provider I use, AWeber. Lock in your 60-day free trial, that's double the normal time, plus... View a special intro video that I've recorded for you at aweber.com slash DMR. So just go to aweber, A W E B E slash DMR to get started today. The big interview with David Bain. Now, today's guest describes himself as a consultant, a storyteller, and a builder. He's also the Entrepreneurship Director of Next High School in Greenville, South Carolina and one of co-founders and original architects of The Space, an entrepreneurship program at Woford College. Welcome to DMR, Jeremy Bay.
1: Thanks for having me. Oh,
0: well, it's great to have you here. Huh? I'll tell you what, you can find uh, Jeremy over at JeremyBay.com and that's Bay spelt B-O-E-H. That's right. I got it right. Great <laughs> stuff. Okay, good start. <laughs> so, um, Jeremy, is it important for every marketer to understand the art of storytelling?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think um, I think the marketer and now even digital marketer is becoming such an overused term that being able to understand storytelling is really what's going to separate you or or make you successful.
0: Okay, right. Um, so, have you been? Uh, looking into the art of storytelling for quite a while then?
1: Yeah, I'd I'd probably say that really the last five or six years, I've really dug into it, um, storytelling in some different mediums and platforms um, and and kind of seeing how that makes us individuals.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I love that. I love hearing from people, who are, you know, they're hearing from the real person as opposed to just um, some kind of um, standard, boring article that um, they've written they yeah. think, think other people want to hear, certainly. Um, so so how did you d- decide that it was was very, very important to understand the art of uh, storytelling? Or is that something that innately you've just um, felt that was the right thing to focus on?
1: Uh, no, actually, a couple of years ago, I, I came across uh, an individual who's since become a pretty good mentor of mine, and um, he really focused in on how important it was, um, both personally and professionally for me, really to get my story out there. And so at that point um, is really when I kind of deep dived into it.
0: Okay, okay. Um, so is it important then for every marketer to understand the art of story- or storytelling?
1: Yeah, i th- you know, I, I would go on a limb and say, I think it's important for every human being to understand how important a storytelling is, um, but especially as someone who's a marketer.
0: I guess the challenge is to, because there's obviously different personality types out there and, and some personality types are, are going to engage more with stories and some people engaging more with facts, I suppose. Um, mm-hmm. how, how does someone who is naturally a little bit more focused on facts evolve themselves into be a successful storyteller?
1: Yeah, I think that's a great question. And I think I think the best stories are ones that are based around facts. Um, if, if you share your personal story, um, your life is a fact. Um, and, and being able to present that to people um, is what really separates good stories, I think.
0: Um, and is there any particular medium that is best to use to actually convey a story? Or can any communications medium be used?
1: So I would say any. Um, I'm actually uh, surprisingly uh, a huge fan of being able to tell your story on Twitter. Um okay. and for a couple of reasons, um one oddly enough I, I don't enjoy writing so the 140 characters is a is a phenomenal constraint. Um and I I think that it's it's a ability to interact with multiple people. Um but I think, you know, to your point there's numerous mediums that can get your story out there.
0: So would you say there's any particular format that a good story can be broken down to that makes it easier to write a good story?
1: Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm actually a big fan of starting um, every individual that I work with um, and having them take 140 characters and, and begin their story then, right. um, and then and then push it out via video or writing or poem, whatever really they can kind of connect with.
0: Okay, that's incredible that you start with Twitter, you know, because it's such a a limit on the the number of characters. Right, right. Uh, uh, So do most people use Twitter in the wrong way?
1: You know, no, I don't don't think so. I think everybody has a unique way to use it. I would say some people utilize it more for its ability than, than, say, others. Um, But I think that the people who are utilizing it to tell stories um, or pass along valuable information kind of separate themselves from the pack.
0: Is, is there a right, right way in terms of um, the quantity of tweets to be tweeting um, all the time? Because um, I must admit, I actually follow, I don't follow too many people. And mm-hmm. um, if, if I follow someone that just tweets all the time, um, mm-hmm. then I, I'm probably going to be unfollowing that person fairly soon. Right.
1: Yeah. I think it's uh, relevancy. Um, I think if you're I think that you know you can't do it all the time all day, you're right. Um even that's obnoxious um, for me and and I enjoy Twitter um almost too much, I think. Um, but i think if if you're relevant in sharing content um with real people, then i then I think you're doing okay.
0: so I mean, can you give you give me an example maybe of of a good story that you've shared on Twitter or perhaps someone else, um, maybe a a client of yours has shared on Twitter and has resulted in business along the line or um, at at least has demonstrated to be a successful marketing activity?
1: Yeah, actually, um, I worked with a a veteran organization. Uh, United States Army members uh, left and created a business about two or three years ago. Um, And we worked out this program where every week, they would share a, a snippet of their personal story about where they got, um, and you saw a dramatic increase in their Twitter followers um, and their their personal interactions because they were sharing the story step by step on Twitter.
0: And is there any like marketing tactic like incorporating other people's handles or or hashtags within those tweets, or, or is that not an important part of it?
1: Um, I think it I think it is if it's relevant. I'm a I I am not a huge fan of people who kind of over tag people just so that they can get their tweet more recognized. Um, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, who owns um, Vaynerchuk Digital Media here in the US, um, always talks about, you know, not overloading people with irrelevant tweets. And I think that that's that's critical.
0: It's funny. Um, Gary Vernachuk always says that um, he was starting out doing Wine Library TV about um, nine, what nine or ten years ago or so. Mm-hmm, and he always mm-hmm. said that no one was watching. I right. I remember watching them, so <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely definitely me there. But I'm sure relatively no one no one was watching right, at right. all. Yeah, but it shows you that you got you you've got to keep on plugging away. And mm-hmm. even though you think no one is listening to what you're saying, you know y- your story. Um, th- unless you keep on going then no one will have an opportunity to listen to your story
1: right and i think it's um that's the value of storytelling right um is that daily uh for for everyday human beings like myself um you don't know if your story is reaching too many people um but if it reaches one person and helps that one person then then it's an impactful story to tell
0: Yeah, no, that's a great piece of advice, certainly, because um, you never know how powerful that one person is, of course, as well. Because if you reach that one person that happens to love what you do and share what you do with their perhaps thousands of followers, then all of a sudden um, your story is suddenly going to get out there. Right, right. Yeah, okay. um, What about brands? Um, Can you think of a couple of examples of brands that – are doing particularly well by focusing on stories rather than more conventional forms of advertising.
1: Yeah. Well, I think, I think overall brands are are rushing uh, now to storytelling. I think they have to, in order to separate themselves. Um, I'm a big fan of the charity water um, story. Um, the charity water nonprofit story. I think they do a phenomenal job um, really to tell that story globally. Um, and that, you know, that's, that's one of the ones that sticks out to me really right now. Um, but I think it's interesting if you look and even if you break down everyday brands of household items, um, dishwashing detergent or laundry soap or motor oil are now becoming developed into stories for these companies so mm. they can sell these products.
0: So, I mean, if you're a brand and, and, and you want to, you know, weave a wonderful, interesting story, um, I, I suppose you always have to start with the end in mind and uh, the, the purchase of a product or, or, or service. Um, how, how do you go about selecting the actual storyline that you're going to implement, you're going to tell? Does it have to be based upon... The character, the, the 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 types of people that are going to be telling the story, or do you have to weave a story based upon um, some kind of persona that you've already evolved?
1: Yeah, I think I think well, I think it is it's a it's a good mixture of all those. If you're successful with it, um, I think you have to think about what the end user is, right? So who's actually using that product at the end? Um, who's buying the product may not be the person that you're actually even talking to um, in in your marketing. Um, but then also sticking true to the brand it is that you're creating.
0: It's certainly something that I've got to get better at. I i have tried writing a lot of blog posts in the past and perhaps been uh, more focused on on tactics and facts rather than actually weaving a bit of personality in there as well. So uh, got to try a bit more about that. But I think it's also about um, using a medium that you prefer as well. And it's interesting that you, you prefer Twitter. Did, did you actually try lots of different um, mediums before you decided that Twitter was the place to be? Um,
1: I, so I toss it around a little bit, um, I, you know, I don't love sitting down and writing, so blogging is not uh, – I, I enjoy micro-blogging, but major blogging is never going to be one of my things. I just don't have the patience um, for that. Um, and I think uh, there's just a sense of uh, autonomy uh, when you use Twitter um, that I enjoy and to be able to push out content at a rapid rate.
0: So you don't actually drive them back to a blog or have a, have an end goal at all. No, it's just Twitter.
1: Yeah, no, um, I don't. Uh, you, oddly enough, uh, for me, um, in a personal standpoint, Twitter is uh, that ability to share that story and continue to push relevant content. Now, for clients, um, it's definitely walking them through how do we drive traffic from these social mediums into a website or a blog. Mm. Um, but at a personal level, it's... It's really just evolved into a place to connect and network.
0: So, um, I mean, you mentioned um, an example of uh, a charity doing something really well there. Um, mm-hmm. What what are some of the things maybe to avoid then when trying to tell a story online? Um, should you avoid, for example, talking directly about your products and services?
1: Yeah, I think... Um I think the major thing to avoid is to uh, make sure that you're not the individual or the brand that doesn't listen. Um, So if you can organically grow and sell your product by listening um, to what your stakeholders and consumers want, um, then then you're going to tell the right story, you know, to your point, oversaturating your message with, about your product, about your product, about your product, about your product, you lose that personal connection. And at the end of the day, that's all anybody wants when they're purchasing
0: anything. Okay, so your story should evolve over time based mm-hmm. upon feedback that you, you you get from your customers. Right. Okay, interesting. Um, because um, I'm struggling whether to focus on a buyer persona that I've defined, but perhaps someone that um, I'm not so passionate about or just actually focusing on doing things that I love to do. Because I love podcasting, talking about digital marketing strategy and things like that. And um, I haven't got a clearly defined buyer persona. And I I, I focus on doing things that I love to do myself rather than actually having a think about target market. Do you think that's the wrong way about things?
1: Uh, No, I think, I mean, I think that's a phenomenal way. I think the other way is the wrong way. Okay, that's Um, good. Yeah, no, I think that um, there's a lot of truth to be said about, um, are you personally happy with what you're doing? And is what you're doing fulfilling your personal desire? Um, Are you creating um, for others with yourself in mind, or are you just creating for others? And I think that... uh, If you go a different route or if the the end goal is the money or the amount of followers and that becomes the focus, you lose sight of why you're really doing this.
0: Okay, I'm glad to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I mean, just to conclude our discussion about storytelling, how would you measure the ROI of storytelling when there's not necessarily any direct call to action there?
1: Yeah, and, and oddly enough, the number one question I hear is that, and it actually has the easiest response, is that you can measure ROI on storytelling because it has infinite ROI because uh, sharing your story, if you can connect with one individual, a brand can connect with one person and it impacts them or changes them in some way, then you're successful.
0: So it's it's, it's not like traditional marketing and any marketing director has just got to get their heads around that and that's uh, mm-hmm. marketing, digital marketing is changing completely because of quality content marketing.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay, wow. Well, let's segue uh, into the second section of our discussion, so that focuses more on your thoughts on where digital marketing in general has been and where it's heading, so starting off with. Software I couldn't live without. So what software do you currently use in your business that if someone took away from you would sig- significantly impact your marketing success?
1: Um, I, I would definitely have to say um, Hootsuite for uh, its its quick analytics um, and the entire um, Google Apps system um, is my lifeblood, so um, that for sure I couldn't live without.
0: So wow, Okay, I haven't used Hootsuite for a while actually, because um, so so you are focused on other social networks than just Twitter. Then, obviously,
1: yeah. Um, but but um, the Hootsuite and manage felt like a managed filter. I enjoy um, just for the the analytical data that it pulls back into it. So.
0: Okay, okay. And um, here's a slightly more challenging question. Mm -hmm. What what piece of software don't you use, but you've heard good things about and you intend to try at some point in the near future?
1: Oh, goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Oh uh the, so i think uh, in terms of from a digital marketing standpoint um, th- this news push of uh periscope or meerkat mm. and how that how that plays into digital marketing um i grabbed it i think the day it hit the itunes store but i have no idea what i'm doing with it so um eventually i want i i'm really interested to dive into that and see that how that becomes monetized for brands
0: it's it's right for some people it's not right You're, for everyone I I think I will prefer blab more than periscope. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's more interactive. You, you can get um, other people on. I mean, this is, this is one of the first blabs that I've done. You know, I did, did another test one. It'd be great to continue doing them and hopefully get some more interaction as well, maybe even get some other people on in the future. Um, mm-hmm. But with Periscope, obviously, you've, you've got a one-on-one situation and um, you're doing all the talking. I mean, granted, you can read comments and interact with mm-hmm. people like that, but I felt very much... Uh, as being the performer and um, under pressure to keep on coming up with something there. And, and I like interacting with people and, and uh, asking other people's opinion on things as well. Right, yeah. So we'll, we'll see how it evolves. It's an exciting place at the moment. Mm-hmm. But let's move on to... I wish I would have. I'd like you to look back on the very first day that you're involved in trying to market a business online. What didn't you do so well? What do you wish that you would have done differently?
1: I, I treated, um, I think I, the, the thing that I did so wrong, and, and it was for like a, a three-month period, um, was I treated the business that I was working with simply as a business. I didn't make any type of connection or understand where they were going through. Um, I didn't know anything about their customers. So for me, I just felt more content I push, the more content I push, the more content I push, the better return I would get, which was the exact opposite.
0: Right, okay. You you treated people like numbers rather than real people, basically. Right, right. Wow, yeah. I think we're all guilty of doing that, certainly. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: The this or that round. So here we go. This is the quick response round. Ten quick questions. Uh, Just two rules here. Uh, Try not to think about the answer too much, and you're only allowed to say the word both on one occasion. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So ready to go, right? (whistles) Email or Twitter? Twitter. Audio or Video. Video. Affiliates or display advertising? Affiliate. Facebook or Google Plus? Facebook. Online press releases or one-on-one relations? One-on-one. Paid search or SEO? SEO. Email contact form or telephone number?
1: Email contact.
0: Website or app? Website. Social subscriber or email subscriber?
1: social subscriber
0: and local marketing or global marketing
1: global marketing
0: that wasn't too difficult at all
1: <laughs> you threw me with the Facebook and Google Plus that's that's interesting
0: <laughs> because um, according to well according to a few people there Facebook is used about 100 times more than Google Plus so um, you're still using Google Plus is that what you're saying no, I, no?
1: no 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 I was surprised that you said Google Plus <laughs> <laughs>
0: facebook or twitter is that a better better question yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay um well let's um, move straight on to the ten thousand dollar question so if i was to give you ten thousand dollars and you had to spend it over the next few days on a single thing to grow your business what would you spend it on and how would you measure success
1: um i think i would i would spend it on um well I, you know great question I, for me what I would do is I would I would spend it on the ability to bring anybody that I've ever worked in or worked with um, bring them all together in one room and cover the cost of all that and get back all the data and feedback that I've never gotten that I probably could be using today so
0: that's 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 great I'd I, I just like to sit back and think about that for a second and imagine um the top people that i've perhaps worked with in the past and maybe haven't taken full advantage of their brains as well right yeah wow okay great one there um so that just leaves us with
1: my number one takeaway
0: so you've offered a, a lot of great advice in our conversation but what's the number one takeaway what's the single most important step that our listeners need to take away and implement within their own businesses
1: I, yeah, so the number one thing um, that that listeners need to do um, is understand um, that impact should be at the beginning of everything they do. So I always have a saying that, that a lot of us say um, that I work with. It says hustle over recognition and impact over everything. And um, if you're making an impact, um, the end result should be that you're improving people's lives and not how much money you're making from it.
0: Hustle over recognition and impact over everything. Mm-hmm. I like that. Does it, um, is that um, too many characters to fit into a tweet or, or does that fit nicely? No, it,
1: it falls in perfectly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, I'm sure I'll have to. And can I quote you? Do I, do I have enough characters to quote you as well, though, as well? Hopefully, yeah, I believe hopefully. so. Yeah, I believe okay. so. Yeah. Okay, I'll make that into an image tweet and quote you because that's <laughs> that's that's superb, excellent stuff. um Well, I reckon that takes us to the end of our discussion today. So thank you so much for your time and your advice. What's the best way for our audience to find out more about you and what you do?
1: uh Yeah, I, I would say Twitter. It's at Jeremy underscore Bay, and then uh, my website, which is Jeremy uh, Bay dot com.
0: B o e h. That's right. <laughs> And um, thank you to your listener for joining us as well. Um, if you like what you heard, I'd really appreciate your feedback. So just go to digitalmarketingradio.com slash iTunes and please leave an honest rating or review. It'd be absolutely fun to hear from you. And of course, it would also help to improve the, ra- the ratings, the rankings of the-, the show on iTunes. And finally, I'm also hosting a brand new live show every Friday called This Week in Organic. So head over to thisweekinorganic.com to find out more about that. But until we meet again, adios. Great. Thanks again, Germany.
1: Thank you so much.